0: Bernie Live.
1: Yes, it is Bob Bernie Live, but it is also the Bill Bunkley Show in Tampa, Florida. It is also the Don Crow Show in Washington, D.C. So whether you're listening on Faith Talk 570, 760, and 910 a.m. in Tampa, or on WAVA 105.1 FM in Washington, D.C., or here in Columbus on The Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM, I welcome you. I am your host. We are simulcasting today. As uh, Don and Bill are both away from their microphones, I have the privilege of being your host. Thank you. Now, I have the privilege of welcoming a very, very special guest to the program, and uh He has a story that is incredibly valuable, not only for our listeners here in Ohio, but in Florida and in D.C. Bruce Hooley is the host of the Bruce Hooley Show that airs 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on our sister station here in Columbus, 98.9 FM. The answer, he is a colleague, he is a friend, and he is a brother in Christ, and uh, he has been facing... Uh, probably the greatest battle of his life, and I just wanted him to give all of you an update. Bruce Hooley, it is great to welcome you to the program again.
2: Well, Bob, it's a pleasure to be with you. You've been a guy that I've admired for years and years and years back when I was in sports radio, and it's been a while since I heard you're open, and your open is just so uh, prescient for this day and time, and um, love your boldness and love what you uh have put out on the airwaves of Columbus and other places that you've uh, hosted. It's awesome to be on in Tampa where Mike Gallagher has been so kind to me to share my situation with uh, his audience. And I can't think of another city that would need... Your description more than Washington, D.C., Bob. So, <laughs> that is so true. I just know if anybody can't be two places in one time, Bob Bernie could be three. So, Oh, I'm happy well,
1: hey, Bruce, uh, for our listeners in Tampa and in D.C., I think all of my listeners here in Columbus know your story. Very, very quickly, give us a, a, a summary of what happened to you recently right here in our studios, in fact, just a few feet from where I'm speaking right now.
2: Yeah, it was my birthday September the 12th. Uh normal day, took my girls to school like I normally do. About an hour after I dropped them off, I had a seizure at the station, my first ever seizure, my first ever warning that I had any medical anything. Uh they discovered a, a grade 3 brain tumor and that's the kind you want. It's not the kind that moves to other organs in your body. It's confined in the brain, but it is cancerous and they uh, took it out 3 days later and now we are uh, praying, and uh, evaluating treatment options, and uh, we'll have a decision on that very, very soon, and should be commencing treatment uh, as soon as they can schedule us, and uh, I've told people that the past month and few days have been the most uh, exhilarating period of my life. I've had about 15 bad minutes in there, uh, all at one medical appointment, but quickly that went away because uh, it's focused me like never before and energized me like never before.
1: Okay, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't have an S on your chest. You are human. <laughs> All right, you're not Superman. Uh, How is it, Bruce? And I'm not doubting you because I know you well enough. I know you're telling the truth. But how can you be facing brain cancer, future treatment, and that has not been determined yet? You got a wife, you got daughters, you got your future, you got your job, you got ministry. How could you face this with the incredible positivity that you have?
2: Well, I promise you folks, we didn't rehearse this, but the great Bob (laughs) Burton is seldom wrong, but he's wrong in this case because I do have an S on my chest and it doesn't stand for Superman. It stands for saved.
0: I know my salvation
2: is secure in Jesus Christ and in Christ alone. I know that it's not because of anything I've done to merit it. It's only because he did it on my behalf. And what cancer has done for me is the same. It's done for two friends of mine who've been transformative in my life. It's not only focused them, but it's given them an opening to talk to people about things that have great weight and gravity, and there's nothing that has more weight weight and gravity than your eternal security, which you can settle this minute
1: yeah. uh, as you're to uh, show
2: amen. if you put your trust in Jesus Christ. If you're putting your trust in anything else, if anything's holding you back, any anger, any bitterness, anything you feel like was done to you or shouldn't have been done to you or whatever, that is not coming from God. A lot of people hold God responsible for bad things that happen in their life you know, when you play somebody in football or basketball, you always know who the opponent is. We mistake who the opponent is against us in our life. Our opponent is not God. Our opponent is Satan, and we yeah. see his work every single day.
1: All right. And how how has your family responded to this?
2: Well, I think, well, I mean, you know, we haven't had a lot of deep conversations about it just because we kind sort of had our roots firmly planted beforehand. Uh, my wife and I have kind uh, of two weeks after the diagnosis and I came home and I, we just sort of had a laugh. And I looked at her I said, you know, I have brain cancer. She so <laughs> laughed and he goes, yeah, I know, it's weird, isn't it? I'm like, we would be so much more concerned about this if this were a friend, uh, just because, of, you know, you have compassion for people and it seems sure. more, it seems a bigger deal when it's someone else because I'm not in denial. I know, I know what it is and I know that it would scare me a lot if it were you or any of our colleagues at The Answer or any uh, friend or someone we worship with. But it just hasn't impacted me that way because it's just allowed me to take the gifts and talents God has given me, which hopefully you know, pass for some degree of eloquence and boldness, and share those in my blog at BruceCooley.com. One of the first calls I made, of course, was to a gentleman a lot of people may know, Chris Spielman, whose wife Stephanie fought the most courageous cancer battle that uh, I had seen to that point in my life. Uh, She's the only person ever to have a building named after her on the Ohio State campus who didn't teach or wasn't the president there. That tells you the transformative impact she made in the state of Ohio. And cancer care all over Ohio and every health system has changed because Stephanie insisted that it be patient-oriented. So I called Chris, and the first words out of his mouth that we had this kind of friendship were, I'm excited for you. You were built for this. And he said, you have to blog about it because your experiences can help others. So that's what I'm trying to do at BruceHooley.com. All
1: right. Again, it's BruceHooley.com. And uh, Bruce, I, I said just one segment, but we can't stop here. Can you go one more segment to the bottom of the hour?
2: Bob, for you and the listeners, I can do anything as long as this topic. There's nothing more important. So
1: absolutely. <laughs> All right. We're talking to Bruce Hooley, one of our colleagues here at Salem Media of Columbus. He uh, hosts a daily program, talk show, on our sister station, 98.9 FM, The Answer. I've known Bruce for a long, long time. We are good friends, as well as brothers in Christ. And uh, I wanted to get an update. I wanted to share with our listeners here in Ohio, but I also wanted our listeners in Tampa and in Washington, D.C. to learn some things. Uh Suffering should never, ever be wasted. It should never be wasted. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bob Bernie Live, and we'll be back with Bruce Hooley.
0: Today's news God's Word and Your Thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: It is Bobberty Live, it is also the Don Crow Show, it is also the Bill Bunkley Show. We are simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and in Washington, D.C., and uh, my guest is Bruce Hooley, one of our colleagues of uh, Salem Media here in Columbus, Ohio, hosts an 11-to-1 talk show on our sister station, recently diagnosed with brain cancer. Bruce, so many Christians live their lives in fear of what might be. They hear you talking about cancer, and a lot of times people go, oh my goodness, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could handle that. And as a pastor, I've dealt with people so many times in that, and I have often quoted Deuteronomy 33, 25. As thy days so thy strength shall be god does not give you the grace to deal with cancer until <laughs> you deal with cancer and then god gives you what you need would you concur with that
2: i would totally concur with that bob and i would i would like to integrate that thought with something you said as we were going to break you talked about the purpose of suffering yeah and i look back now over the past 30 to 40 years of my life. And I see where God was dropping breadcrumbs of preparation into my life. I mentioned the Spielman family. I just had a recent, over the last two years interacting with a outstanding photographer, Neil LaRon, who passed away uh, two days before my brain surgery. Neil had 9-11 uh, related cancer. Oh my he goodness. was an amazing, amazing man. And uh, people can, uh, can find uh, links to his story in my blog at brucehooley.com. But I, I wanna to touch on suffering and, and it integrates to your point about God doesn't give you the grace and you know, the strength until you need it. I've had probably three or four really searing emotionally uh hurtful experiences in my life. I had a unfaithful spouse and for a guy whose parents had been married sixty years and brothers twenty years, that was to me, the ultimate failure that I could be part of a marriage where I didn't have any clue that was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was not all her fault. I know I was not the leader and husband in that family that I should have been. That was a four year struggle. I had a best friend who died in my car in an accident on the ice. It was unpreventable, but it nevertheless was extremely painful. As I look back on those things, Bob, um, I realize what well, I've gained. I've lost jobs. God has gotten my attention through economic adversity. I've lost jobs. I've been somewhat of a controversial figure in radio at times, and I've lost jobs and lost good incomes, and we've struggled financially at times because of that. And every single one of those was a very hard experience in the moment. But on the back end of it, it's like God opens doors for you that you grow if you respond in the right way. It's not automatic. I've dug into my Bible in those times. I've rededicated myself to really be intentional about my faith in those times. And on the back end of it, you can look back and see how God's prepared you and how he's blessed you and how he's drawn you closer to him. But up front, in front of those experiences, if you had said, Hey Bruce, today you're gonna to get in a car accident, your best friend's gonna die, or you can not get in the car accident. Now I don't mean I wanted that to happen, but I know that there are things that happen and that have God can make something good come from it and grow you closer mm-hmm. to him. So that is where the adversity and the suffering and the preparation come together, and so I think that you know the Lord is always ready to respond to us if we are ready to respond to Him and seek Him. I mean the Bible says, you know, the, uh, God rewards those who diligently or earnestly seek Him. And mm-hmm. so I found that to be true in my life, and I'm sure you have as well.
1: Well, and I've I've pounded pounded this home to my listeners on many many occasions. It is essential that we have a good theology of suffering. That we understand the purpose of suffering, what God desires to do. We love to quote Romans eight twenty eight. We all <laughs> love, we know that all things work together for good, and we focus on good. But we hardly ever go to the next verse, which says, For whom he did foreknow them, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. That's the reason why all things work together for good, because God uses all things, good things, bad things, and everything in between to make us more
2: like Jesus. Well, I hate to put you on the spot, but I know there's a verse somewhere that talks about, you know, the only way to really identify with him is to... Suffer like him, and I don't think any of us are going to have a crown of thorns placed on our head and be hung on a cross. So you never know with the way things trending these days. Well,
1: when the when the when the apostles were beaten and scourged, and they were told, "Don't you ever mention the name of Jesus again," they left rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer. And that's been the attitude through the church through the centuries until recently. We've got the, the health and wealth prosperity people that God never wants you to suffer. Send me a little money, say the words of faith, and you'll never, ever get sick. Your kids won't get sick. Everything will be fine, which is a doctrine straight out of the pit of hell.
2: And there are many of them. I mean, our, our, uh, the great Votie Bachum says that the 11th commandment is, thou shalt be nice. People make it, <laughs> they make it number one. Yeah. And, you know, I, nice is good. You know, the old Seinfeld line, it's nice to be nice to the nice. But nice, uh, we have in Ohio right now the only ballot initiative that is related to abortion in the United States. We have on our local airwaves a quote-unquote pastor Mm. who quotes, thou shalt, you know, don't judge, you're not allowed to judge. Well, there's a judgment day coming, and we're all going to be judged. But he said, don't judge lest ye yourself be judged. That is good advice, is what he says. Well scripture is not advice. Scripture is the holy word of God. It is in- inerrant. Yeah. It is inspired. It is to be not just yeah. viewed through well, your own well, prism. And of if course you're viewed he, through your own prism, you're God.
1: He takes it completely out of context, completely misinterprets and misapplies that scripture.
2: About yeah, um, Satan's oldest trick, he did well, it to sure. Jesus in the desert, and they're still doing. He's still doing it
1: in the Garden of Eden. Did God really yep. say, "Nah"? Yep. God didn't really say that. You will not surely die. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, real quick, because we're running out of time, and you know the radio deal. Uh, I do? You have not yet chosen your treatment regimen.
2: I assume I actually that's Actually have, but I have. haven't we haven't had a discussion as a family and uh, okay. we'll have that discussion and then we'll be public with it.
1: You can trust me, I won't tell anybody.
2: <laughs> All right. Parts conventional and parts a bit unconventional. Okay. I'll give you a bit of a hint. All
1: right, listeners can go to com learn more about you, learn more about your journey. And uh, finally, how can we pray for you and your family, Bruce, your wife and your daughters? How can we
2: pray? Well, thank you for that because how you can pray for me is pray for my wife and daughters because uh teenagers are a little guarded with their feelings, so I'm never quite sure what they're feeling. And in my wife's case, um unfortunately she has uh her own health challenges related to Lyme disease, and while our church and our Salem family and listeners and everyone have been phenomenal and couldn't be more so, there are just some things including, you know, driving the husband around and uh, all that stuff that I can't drive for seven months at least, but other people have stepped into that breach. But it, a, a mom of teenagers has a heavy plate and a full plate. Yeah. And when you throw brain cancer into the mix, it gets heavier and more full. So I would much covet prayers for my wife, Sherry, that she would be uh, able to have the strength to bear up under this, would get her rest. She's working um, several jobs to uh, continue the bottom line. And so it's, um, my concern is far more for her than it is for me. Because I'm going to be fine.
1: Check out brucehooley.com. You'll be blessed. You'll be encouraged if you check out brucehooley.com. Bruce, I know my listeners, and I also know Don's and Bill's listeners. They're going to be praying for you. Thanks for your time today. We will continue to lift you up in prayer. God bless you, my brother. Thank you, Bob. All right. We'll continue.